living, baby. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, uh, it's been banged around a little bit from the... Uh, the storms that came through, but we're making it work. Um, and uh, but uh, Speedy and I are here along with Stretch Armstrong, Eddie Van Adler, and his wife are headed to the hospital for uh, induction and their first baby coming uh, over the next twenty four hours, maybe. So we'll uh, we'll update you on that. Uh, but Bubba and Greg and Helmsy uh, are on location uh, using the Zoom format along with uh, some of our uh, engineering technology put together by. Um, uh, you know, engineer by trade, uh, Bill Bubba Bussy, and I want you guys to know as uh, as you guys come back this hour uh, that uh, people are noticing Bubba that Greg's audio was better today. Oh yeah, well look, d- d- listen, I'm I'm just just shouting out ideas. Tom Scott's the one that, that built the backbone of all this and yep, has kept yep. it working. So yep. shout out to Super Tom. Yep, Tom's done, right. been, done a great job with all this too. It's our first pandemic. We've never done it before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean we're we're writing the book, you know. Right. So we'll we'll know the next time. Yeah, the people who did who went through this in 1918, they're no help to us. Uh, yeah, and it, and it was a little different. I mean, you had to decide where to park your horse back then. Right, you know, right. it was uh, all different. You all had right, so, different problems than we have. Yeah, absolutely. Oh boy, did you? Uh, COVID-19 update. Uh, Dr. Odom joins us again from UAB. Dr. Odom, I hope somehow, some way, uh, you were able to, uh, to get some downtime over the weekend. Uh, I'm, I, did you get to rest at all? I did, yeah. I've been on call for a while. I just got home yesterday, so it was nice to come home on Easter Sunday and see my family. Good, good. Glad, to, glad you were able to do that. So let's, let's, uh, let's, you know, we want to stay with facts, not fiction, and we, we want to be prepared and we want to be wise, but we don't want to be chaotic, and that's kind of been our theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've joined mm-hmm. us in that theme. Uh, so yeah. let's let's talk about. Um, you know, you're you're not uh, you know involved in the economy. That's not what you're supposed to. You know, that's not your area. Your area is to deal with the infectious disease part of this. So other mm-hmm. folks will have to figure out you know the economy and when we're going to balance that. But the medical information will help us make those decisions. So where are we as far as the United States of America on COVID nineteen? The good, the bad, and the ugly. So the snapshot from this morning is that we have more than 500,000 cases confirmed in the U.S. and about 22,000 deaths. Um, We do think there are probably more cases and more deaths than we're able to count just because we're not testing everyone and some of the deaths are not being recorded yet. So those numbers will still go up. I think what everyone is really encouraged by is the fact that the rates are decreasing. So it's looking like the numbers of new cases in each area, in a lot of areas anyway, are no longer increasing at such a steep pace. Um, the stay-at-home orders are working. The rate of spread in our communities is going down. So that's the glimmer of hope. So w- let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we – because we were having this conversation uh, with my sons over the weekend because one of them, I mean, their way to make a living is is over. I mean, he makes a living, uh, and, uh, as a lot of people do, with uh, that involve people gathering. And uh, so yeah. we were trying to figure out, you know, when he will work again. And uh, mm-hmm. so we're having these conversations. And then I've got another one that's supposed to do a tour this summer, too. And he's like, I don't know if that's going to happen. So I yeah. said, see if I have this right. What we need to be able to to say, all right, here we go. Let's let's go back. We, we first of all, need to get the the the, te- the blood work that can tell us for sure that if you've are if you've had it like a lot of the. 
um, you know, viruses in the past. We think you're now immune. We need to get that nailed down, right? That's one thing we're looking mm-hmm. for. And That's we correct. And we need to know if, and it doesn't have to be this one. This is just the one we're hearing about the most. Then I put over here in my other category is so we need testing on who's got it, who's had it, and are they immune? We need that. Then over right, here, exactly. you, then over here, we've got the hydroxychloroquine, and I'm just using that name. I don't want to. We don't have to mm-hmm. do a whole speech on that today, but but something yeah, yeah. something like that, and some a category of treatment. Meaning, Arch, right, you've got it, and we get you on this, and we think we can shorten the time you have it and get you to the other end. We need that, That's right? And mm-hmm. then the ultimate is we got to get the vaccine. Of course, that we know that we know that's going to happen. But but it, it's going to be you know a little further down the road. Are th- are those the three categories we we need to to get clarity on that would give us the best shot at returning to to somewhat normal life? Yeah, I think that's a good explanation. You can imagine how we don't yet have it available, but if we had a really good test that said you have already had COVID nineteen, you have good protective antibodies, you can go back to work. Wouldn't that be a nice way? to figure out which nurses and doctors and frontline responders can go back to yeah, work. Sure. We we're working that sort of we're working to get to that point on the testing. We don't have that yet. No test is perfect. So you don't want to be too reassured by a positive or a negative test obviously, but that's that's the goal. That's what everyone's talking about right now is this um, serology testing which is have you had it already? Dr. Jody, we we saw the modeling to begin with at Bubba here. I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, at, at 2 million, possibly, then it was down to 200, uh, you know, 100. Now we're in the what range? What are, what are we thinking now? 60, 70, maybe lower. Are you talking about numbers of deaths? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I think that the initial projection that the white house was talking about was between a hundred thousand and 240,000. Right. And now the numbers I've seen may be more like 60,000, um, Again, all of these numbers are, are inaccurate in the way that we're collecting the data. For example, the deaths that happen in nursing homes, we're not capturing those as deaths right now because of the way right. the deaths are captured in our system. Um, but wonderful news, right? It's great to be prepared yes. for 200,000 and actually have it be 60,000. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's trending in the right want, direction, and we're, we're excited about that. Go again, well, Dr. Odom. It's still a scary number, but it's much better than it could have no, been. No, right? no, no doubt about it. And remember, you kind of take the 2.2 number and throw it out because that was based on no social distancing and we just went on. You like, got it. Nothing you changed. So we you take the 2.2, mm-hmm. we throw it out. But still, to Bubba's But I mean, point, it was there. It was the initial number. Right. So what yeah. we're doing has helped. That's what I'm saying. No exactly. doubt. No exactly. doubt. Well, right. but, mm-hmm. then, but then when you get to the 250,000, at one time it was close to 300,000. Everything from that number down was based on social distancing. So we even are seeing more better results than we even hoped for. And again, you see Fauci and, and, and Dr. Burks are saying, look, the models are one thing, but data is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. data is mm-hmm. all you can really depend on. Models are guesses. And uh, people are taking this really seriously, right? I mean, you yeah. walk across the streets in most cities and you don't see people. And that's devastating for families and economies, but it is helping for the virus. So that's the tension route right now is what do we do to reopen? What's the safe time to let everybody back out without having the disease rate increase? Yeah. Doc, doctor, uh, there was a lot of rumors and unknowns to begin with. What is there something that sticks out to you that you go, we've got a handle on this now that we didn't know before about the virus and how, it interacts and, and all of that that has been clarified over this process? Mm, you know, I would say the data continues to emerge. We're learning a lot about how the virus is transmitted. 
um, from person to person, sometimes people who don't have symptoms before they have symptoms. Um, and on every level, understanding how the virus binds to the cells and how communities need to respond, all of this information is coming out. I wouldn't say there was anything game-changing in the past week, yeah. just that a lot of smart people are thinking about this problem and trying to figure out ways to reopen safely. And, and Doctor, on the on the big scale, I guess, we, we've had pandemics in the past. Um, mm-hmm. is, it, is it reasonable to say that this is a hundred year problem or are we going to have this again in five or six years what what what's the general thought in the medical community on this type of pandemic yeah it's a good question i mean everyone who was doing global preparedness was was thinking of and planning for something like this where you have a virus that's existing either in birds or in pigs that finds some way to cross over into humans and causes a devastating pandemic so this is what everyone has been talking about Um, When the next one will happen, we don't know. We know that really big flu seasons, for example, happen every 30 years. So we talk about 1918, but there was uh, a lot of disease in 1957. And since 1918, we've had other problems. Um, I think the problem with thinking about it as a 100-year problem is then you sort of put it on the back burner and say, we don't need to worry about this until 2120. And I'm not sure that's the right um, answer. I think what you want to do is build the systems in response that could be prepared for this in the future because it's inevitable. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. we come back. Um, I know we got one more segment, then then we'll let you go. Uh, but um, I know the guys have been talking about it. I watched a little bit, little bit of it yesterday for the first time. This Netflix documentary, pandemic that w- that wasn't even released till 2020. That's the title they have on it. Maybe end of last year. And they were talking about what is happening. I mean, it's amazing. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we're back. Dr. Jody Dion Odom, uh, she is with the... Division of Infectious Diseases, and she's one of the many working on this pandemic out of UAB there in our home city of Birmingham, Alabama, and we're talking with her about the latest. And we and we are talking about the good news. The good news is uh, the things we're doing seems to be having some impact. Uh, we we had the you know some very very scary numbers. The numbers are still bad. Uh, nothing is good about it. But we we it's okay to say right now it appears that we're we're not having the death toll that we had feared in a worst worst case scenario but a couple of questions and all i was going to say on the pandemic uh documentary uh doctor is uh, netflix and i don't know when they actually did this maybe four years ago maybe something like that it says 2020 when you watch it now because they've re-released it obviously but really hmm. you had a bunch of very very smart people saying this pandemic was coming and it was going to happen, and it was going to be worldwide, it would start with animals. And, I mean, it was like they, they, they said exactly what has happened was coming, and they're, you know, obviously they're working to try to, you know, some of them are going as far, and I know this guy, I, I can't think of his name, he's, they've pulled him in with some of his research. He was trying to pinpoint, you know, if we could just, if we could find a way to come up with the ultimate vaccine that basically says any flu I'm ready and I can handle it. And of course, we're not there yet, but they were working on this. But it was just interesting to see. Uh, it, it, it showed you that hey, we've got doctors and scientists that are that know this problem is real and have mm-hmm. been trying to work. And I guess now that it's happening, 
you hate to say this is good news, but maybe it's one thing to say, here's what we think would happen. At least now we're going to have some information that says, here's what actually happened. Um, and maybe right. that, maybe that can help that science move forward for generations to come. We sure hope so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mere real test of the system, right? The fact that we were able to know what this virus was and have the, the segment, the sequence within nine days, and now we already have many teams working on the vaccine is really fast. And we, have, we can do that because we have systems in place. So that's one of the good things about this. Uh, Dr. Jody, let me ask you this, <clears throat> as we try to separate uh, fact and rumor, because as you say, as the data comes in, we know more and more. There was yeah. stories out that said basically how serious uh, a case that you got of CV-19 could be determined on how big, and I don't have a better term for this, the dose that you were exposed to. In other words, if you if you got uh, around, say, in a hospital or somebody that was really sick versus casually passing someone on the street and both people got mm-hmm. sick that mm-hmm. the person who had had uh, more exposure probably was going to be worse. Is there, is there any truth to that or is that rumor? No, no, you're talking just like a virologist does. I mean, it's the infectious dose is the amount of virus that you get exposed to, you know, that someone coughs on you, for example. So what the infection is, is an interplay between what that dose is and what your immune system does with it. So, yes, if you're in the hospital and you're dealing with sick people with COVID-19 all the time, you're not only coming in contact with it more often, but your dose of exposure is going to be a lot higher. So that makes your risk of having infection higher. Does it put you at higher risk of severe disease? That we don't know yet. Once this virus takes over in your body, severe disease seems to have to do mostly with what your age is and what your underlying health condition is. So that's not the virus at that point. That's your body's ability to fight the virus off. I want to yeah, add, the infectious dose is very important. That's a good point. Yeah, let me ask you this on that note, because there's always exceptions to every. So, so a little is better than a lot in this case, right? Uh, exactly. You could imagine, we, we don't have the science for this yet, but you can imagine a small amount that you could be exposed to that you could even clear, right? Or you would not get in your nose because it's a small amount versus a very large amount coughed right into your face is much more likely to get to those cells they need to get into your body. Does that explain the because there's always exceptions to every general rule? We generally know this is the death rate generally, and most of it involves pre-existing health problems, uh, or or and that would also include being elderly. Because when you're older, you know you you're going to have problems if you if you stay here long enough, your body is is not as healthy as it once was. Well, your immune system tends to get weaker as you get older. That's what we think we're seeing. But, yeah, age over 60 in medical conditions. Yeah, but then all of a sudden there's this exception. You'll have, you know, one time, and we had people clarify this, people were making sadly incorrect statements. It's not affecting children at all. And then people were calling going, oh, no, we know cases where children. So take that on, this, this rumor that children are not being affected by this. Yeah, I mean, I think what you have is people overgeneralizing, right? Right, So we definitely know that the case counts in children are much lower, much sure, lower. The sure. chance of them getting severe disease, ending up in the hospital, or heaven forbid even dying, are a fraction of what it is for a 70, 80, 90-year-old. But you don't want people to then say, oh, I'm 18, I'm totally immune. Exactly. That's not the right take-home. So the messaging has been has tried to be that you're at highest risk if you're older, but you're not at zero risk if you're 30 or 20 or 10. And does that, so when we have like, you know, I, I literally know people that, uh, that one had it and said, I had a fever. He's probably in his forties. 
I had mm-hmm. a fever for a couple of days. I really don't feel any other symptoms of any kind, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. went away. Then I know another friend of mine that's that maybe he's probably more Bubba our age, somewhere in his in his fifties, and mm-hmm. and he's been deathly ill. Not not ICU, not not on deathbed, but very very ill, and has really struggled with it. Healthy person doesn't have any pre-existings. Yeah. So is mm-hmm. this back to what you and Bubba were talking about when you get over to these exceptions a little bit? Or are these people that maybe got a stronger dosage of it than someone else? It's hard to know. It's hard to know for that 50-year-old if there was some other reason sure. why he got sicker than the 40-year-old. But I think in general, the age categories fit. Okay. So the 30-year-old is not usually as ill as the 40-year-old and up and up and up. But there's a lot of variability from person to person okay. that we don't Doctor, understand yet. Dr. Jody, I know we're about to get up against the break, but I wanted to ask, too, if we are able to somehow get the economy going, people back to work, we're practicing social distancing, and, and we have, a, for lack of a better term, a soft open, fall is coming, football is coming. How is this going to work? Or is there any hope we're going to put people in football stadiums before we have a vaccine? So, I mean, Dr. Fauci is saying he thinks that September is going to be a time to have things reopened and that we're going to have testing that's available. That's everyone's hope. Um, whether or not you can actually prove your immunity with that test is another question. But, I, you know, I honestly think September is still a little bit too far away to be sure. So I don't want to make any predictions and promise you what's going to happen before we know. So, uh, can I? Can I? Can you ask me that question again in a month or two? Yeah, I guess this one. And there's only about thirty seconds. What would some things you'd like to see before we went to mass gatherings again? I'm not talking about not doing anything. I'm talking about mass gatherings. Yeah, no. I mean, I think that's the hardest thing to to give the green the green light to, right? Right. right. Because having people go back to work and and have some limited contact with their coworkers is very different than packing tens of thousands of people into a stadium. We know that that's a place where the virus can transmit very easily. So I just I think you have to make that decision a little closer to game time. Okay. Look, I don't blame you. Know, you. I, I, I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole either. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame we can't catch a virus that would like help us out, make us better. Right. You know, uh, yeah. make us more healthy. But right. it yeah. always goes the other way. Yeah, why are we Why are we not getting any superpowers from this <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. Thank you for the work you're all doing. Hang in there. Thank no you, Doctor Jody, very yeah. much. Thank yep. you. You're welcome. And thanks for making time for us. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. All the information about the Rick and Bubba show and then some can be found right there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show, coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba Show. Your voice of reason during pandemic 2020. And we just talked to uh, Dr. Odom uh, with Infectious Disease Department at UAB, and uh, there's no really major updates. Uh, but she uh, she talked uh, about kind of where we are and some things going forward. Do want to point you to CarShield, though. I'll tell you what. Uh, now, they can handle the issue. If your automobile is no longer under the original manufacturer's warranty, anything that goes wrong with that automobile is going to is gonna rest right there at your doorstep. Hello there. Hey, hey, problem. I hurt my doorstep. Uh, so uh, you're going to have to handle that. So why don't you take that automobile, 
Uh, if it's no longer under the original manufacturer's warranty or you bought an automobile that's not under warranty, uh, go to CarShield and get a protection plan uh, to get that automobile protected. And if it's a covered repair under your CarShield protection plan, then they will pay the you know mechanic or dealership of your choice directly. Uh, you'll get a rental car at no charge to you while, while yours is being repaired. Uh, and they also offer you 24-7 roadside assistance if you're under the Car Shield Protection Plan. You get 10% off the one that you select. You're going to be so glad you did this by going to carshield.com or calling them at 1-800-CAR-6000. Use the promo code Bubba. Get 10% off the protection plan of your choice. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So, Bubba, you were mentioning to Dr. Odom you know why? Are, why are these viruses always negative? They're always terrible. Oh, I know. Why does I know. it? Why does it never work like a superhero movie where we <laughs> yeah. get we get something and suddenly, hey, this virus gives me this superpower or solves this health problem, mm-hmm. not causes one. Yeah, why can't uh, it, it? Just seems like we ought to be able to train these things to do something positive. Like, hey, man, I caught the virus that cleaned out my arteries. Isn't that cool? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we we uh, you never know, have. I, that. I got to. I, I caught the virus that's regenerating cartilage in my knee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, why is it always negative? Because I mean, don't these things realize <laughs> if they kill the host, they go in the ground too? Yeah. Right, others. Right. Uh, yeah. Hey, you won't believe what happened. What virus you get? The one that flattens my stomach. You won't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a, I call it washboard 20. <laughs> yeah. I Look at one. this. Hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah. I got one. My hair just grows uncontrollably. You won't believe what I think it is. Oh, yeah. yeah Y'all I not like going to believe one. the virus my wife got. Well, the one where she makes up her mind. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're well, trying to touching that one, Rick. That's, it, it, that's Rick it, at Rick and no, Bubba. If we want to go for something, yeah. let's go for it. Yeah. Speedy had one off air I can't mention. Yeah, well, we all thought about that one, but uh, that's Ogonley wow, twenty twenty. <laughs> Sick wow. again! Sick again! People lining up, expose me to it. Come on, breathe Greg, on me, Greg. Cough Greg, on me. Greg doc, the doctor walks in. Greg's got he's got the Manila folder. Uh, okay, I got to tell you something. <laughs> I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> bad news is you're gonna be really sick, but when this thing clears. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> if you can just persevere, you'll be yeah. fine. I forgot it. I keep thinking that was going to the hospital and he pops back up in the zone. I know. There You're he having He's my baby. Having baby. Brought him out. What a lovely way of seeing that you know you love me. I'm having seeing everybody double now. What are y'all doing? Bub, I'm sorry. That's not. That's a. You may be seeing oh, that. Oh no, uh, oh, no. I yeah. got the fever. Yeah, no. I got the fever. No, I'm. I'm seeing. <laughs> Never mind. I got to tell you, we I, got I, so many <laughs> windows open. It, it is a wonder any of this is working. Yeah, you know, looks good. Bubba's seeing double. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, the uh, it's warm in here. What's yeah. the deal? Uh-oh. So, all right. So. Um, other things that uh, that I got to cut the air on here in the broadcast closet. Right? Well, there you go. Yeah, Bubba, I like, by the way, your lighting today is fantastic in the broadcast Thank closet. You. It's your Thank best you. broadcast closet pr- production yet. It really is. Well, I keep playing Somebody's with it. Not, it may look like the real right. deal before you know it. He's yeah, got that it, filter on his face. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you done that filter again, Bubba? <laughs> I don't know. What about. If there's a filter to make you look better, I need it. Yeah, having my baby. I'm but gonna it, download that app. But the uh, no, you know what it is. I got a little better angle. It, it's not convenient for your laptop if you're streaming off of that to be, you know, to have it jacked up in the air. But mm-hmm. you get a better angle of 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 you and, you know. like, say, I put some more lights in here, so. Uh, but you, 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 then you got to tie, you got to go up high to type and all that, but it's, uh, 
How do you, you know, do we're getting it dialed in. I mean, heck, we've been doing this a while now, right? Yeah. Uh, we're getting it. Greg, I noticed Bubba on the Burgess family Easter Zoom this weekend. Greg and Lisa gave us a different place that Greg could broadcast from. And it was yeah. fantastic, mm. but he but he can't figure out how to do that without waking Lisa. What was it, Greg? Oh, yeah. oh it was, was a good. Just, it was, was a good look. But I just it, it, like I said, I would be right outside her door, just loud. Yeah, and the, but it, but you know, yeah. if you ever mix it up, you know, one day that it was a nice look. So it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it was, was good. It was it was very pleasant. So uh, we um, what what was the other thing we were going to mention here? I can't remember. I know you've got something with Betty coming yeah, out I later. Can't wait for that, Bubba. One. What is that? Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to tell you more about it, but I really can't because I don't understand it. Uh, Betty told me she'd been working on a comedy bit to help us out here a little bit. Okay. And, uh, okay. I said, well, well, what is it, honey? Do you, you know, do you want to tell me a little bit about it before you start? And she got her piece of paper out and she starts, she starts trying to, it's something about isolation, but I can't, she gets to laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. She gets to crying. And I don't know that that's not funnier than the bit that she's trying to do. Right. Yeah. But I can't, I can't ever understand what she's talking about because she, she just gets to laughing and crying and stomping and, You know, you can't even tell what she's talking about. Well, the the email, yeah, we need to know that. The email, you need to try to. Are we gonna try that today again? Or <laughs> well, it'll it'll be after you know the dog gets her up. The uh, one of the things over the weekend to my emails of the weekend featured two things. First of all, the whole wide world's making spiral dogs. Oh, the, hey, the, the whole world did it. And, and and I'm thinking to myself, how did I not monetize that? You, you know, really I, I mean, I, I was like, how in the world are people are on fire. For for spiral dog bub and I can't find out any way in the world for Rick and Bub Incorporated to to profit from that. <laughs> mm. But, uh, well, but I, they probably were around before us, though, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. I'm just talking about the way that we when we did the video at home and everything, it just launched a whole movement. But anyway, so it changes well, you're the hot against, dog experience. You're against an automatic cutter, though, right? Now we yeah. like to come up with one of those, yeah. but you like to hand cut them. Yeah, though. maybe we come up with one that we approve. It gives you the perfect spiral that we approve. You know, right. so maybe that's one way to go. But anyway, it was uh, it was great to see that all kidding aside. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah. I know you cut the circles, thus the spiral dog, but have you ever tried just straight lines in it? Does that Yeah, the people that change p- people have done that before and it doesn't it doesn't give you the same even roast that you're looking for. So uh, that you you're looking for surface area with the spiral Oh all the way yeah, through. man. Gosh, it's so yeah, good. We got on. Betty was talking about that. She she thought it had cheese in it, and I said, Betty, why, why did you think the spiral dog had cheese? Yeah, I don't know. You some people I'm have a, tried. I've seen some cool stuff. The guy who worked chili in was great. I said, my charcoal guys, I knew they were going to come alive, you know, and charcoal's best, and and all this. But uh, even heat is it. So great emails, great pictures over the weekend, and then of course the other one was you know handing out another profit star that the XFL has said they will not return. Mm. Guys, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it loud and clear so I won't be held accountable. <laughs> God does not want pro football in the spring. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't know how much more clear he can be on this. I mean, this uh, another spring football league. Now, the good news for the XFL Part 2, don't forget they've already failed once. Yeah, uh, The XFL Part 2 is this time they can they can be that, that athlete that says, hey, man, if I hadn't messed my knee up, I'd have been all American. Yeah, they yeah. they can do that thing where they say, "Well, They've got an out, Rick, yeah, because of the, the pandemic." They, they can say, "Hey, man, we would have made it if this pandemic hadn't come." <laughs> now we all not, know that's not true. We all know that's not true. They were going to fail like every other every once the USFL did not work. That was the end of it. Mm-hmm. I mean that that was the best shot, the best game plan, and it didn't work. Now some people say Donald Trump messed that up, but anyway, uh, because he, oh, I was going to ask, now how did that end? 
I know. Well, he wanted to go head to head in the fall, uh, but it, but but the, how well, about he that? won his court. He won the court case. He only got a dollar out of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but guys, stop with the attempts at professional football in the spring. Stop it. I mean, I don't, I don't, don't ever do this again. We we've got other things that we need to be worrying about. We stop Look, with this. Yeah, you're you're right. Look, don't fool with that. Go with something you know is a winner. Make mask. Make gowns. Right. Make ventilators or do drive through pickup for anything. Right. That's it. Yeah. That, that's your business model right now. That Those are winners, baby. All right. Your phone calls are next. Let's chat. Uh, all the lines are available. Stretch Armstrong will ease in there, too. Uh, you can you can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Whatever you want to talk about, be our first phone troll of the day and of the week. Uh, and all 10 are available. So if you move right now, you'll get in. We'll come back. We'll go 30 seconds to pop. Any topic that you want to talk about. And when the Rick and Bubba show continues, Pandemic 2020 edition. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big, the number. All right, uh, lines are available, and you can get in right now, about half of them full, and we're going to start working through those at 30 seconds to pop. This is a Rick and Bubba phone troll. If you're new to the program, and we seem to be finding more new people almost every week, uh, finding the Rick and Bubba content out there and all the different ways you can grab it, uh, Rick and uh, Bubba Radio Network on America's boldest radio stations, our TuneIn app, which is a free app, and you can stream it wherever you are. iHeartRadio is an option. Podcast archives live and uh, also archived on our YouTube channel. However you're here, uh, the phone troll means we can uh, go through a lot of calls in a short amount of time. That buzzer sounds at the end of 30 seconds, and then we go to the next caller unless Bubba waves wildly uh, on the Zoom. Uh, and I guess, Speedy, we'll give the other one to you now since Helmsy uh, is, is working his way back into the Zoom format after coming up and working on some of our technical problems. Let's start in East Dublin, uh, Georgia, where Joe is standing by. Joe, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Well, good morning, y'all. I talked to y'all the other week. Uh, hey, uh, one of the best movies is Ben-Hur. If you go through the movie and pay attention and realize the confliction in his life, Rick Bubba, we've all had him and how he came out on the other side. Hey, Ben-Hur's a good one. Uh, that's, that's classic. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. Hope you had a great weekend. Let's go to uh, the great state of Louisiana uh, where we have Ron standing by. Ron, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Greetings and salutations, man. How are y'all this morning? We're good. Hope y'all are okay. We're okay, brother. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen, I didn't know if y'all had heard that Louisiana has a new parish now. No. It's called, it's called By Yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, wow. Hallelujah. <laughs> that, that is fantastic right there by yourself. Uh, all right. Uh, we continue. Lines are available. You can get in right now at 866 We Be Big. Let's go to Dan. Dan's out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Dan, go right ahead. How are you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. I tell you, I've been doing this job almost 26 years, a postal carrier. I've never seen this many packages 
people are ordering like crazy. It's killing me, fellas. I'm thinking about retiring. Well, you know, doesn't it feel great to be essential, though? Uh, it, it, it's a, it's a, t- a tough problem, but a good problem to have. Uh, the non-essential folks are wondering if they're going to even have a job. Uh, but if so, you- so there are a lot of people mailing packages, right? Sir, at this time of year, it should be 25 packages in my route. And right now, I'm close to 100 every day. Wow. wow. That's a bunch of them. Bubba, test are your they, mic. Are they ordering online, or is it just people sending people supplies and stuff, you think? That was, that was a buzzer. He was, he's right. long gone. Um, well, I mean, I'm just asking y'all, what do you think it is? Oh, it's, it's people ordering stuff online. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I think that, I mean, think about how many things you can get now delivered right to your house. And that's where that's where everybody's booming right now. They're hiring people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know my delivery guys so well. We stand in the front yard and talk. I'm yeah. just like, hey, man, how you doing? Your kid's good? What'd you, what else you get, Terry? Uh, Ralph in Florida. Ralph, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to get y'all the thoughts on uh, the, the radiation pneumonia, the same symptoms as what the COVID-19 is. Is there any connection to that? I just wanted to hear what y'all think about it. Bubba, that's the famous, uh, at least once or twice a week, the 5G question. You want to you take that again? Did, did, did he say 5G or just radiation? I didn't He said 5G radiation. Yeah, I just, you know, it, there's just nothing. there's just nothing there. It's just a high-frequency radio wave. It's not good if you get too much of it but it's certainly not uh, at a high enough level you'd have to get a real real dose of it at close range and uh, look no rf is good for you okay if, if you get too much of it but we've had these cell phones stuck to our heads now for years and it's a very high frequency too and if they're if we're not already seeing people with major problems out of it i don't think there's going to be any proof for the rest of this. Yeah, he, he was trying to say, do you think some of this COVID stuff, since it's just like it, and I don't know how he knows that 5G radiation has the same symptoms as COVID-19, but uh, I think we can rule out that, that it's not all really COVID-19, it's really 5G radiation. I'm good with ruling that out. Mm-hmm. Rick, I, I'm going to say, you know, we don't know everything sure. by any stretch, right. but I might put that way down on the list. I know it's a, a great deal with the conspiracy folks and online, but I've dealt with RF for a long time and at different frequencies. This is very high frequency stuff, but it, it, there's just there's just no information to back it up. I mean, if it if it was so, it would be news. Um, and you, you know you don't want to stand in front of a radar transmitter either. Uh, you can you can get harm from that, but you know, it's, uh, it's just such a weak signal and it's spread out. It's just, I don't know. Like I say, it, you're getting a whole lot more radiation from your phone stuck to your head than you are from those tower sites or, or, uh, a 5g transmitter. Yeah, There's like, just no evidence for it right sounds now. Sounds like a great speech from a 5g denier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you get the email that I forwarded to you? And if I didn't, I'm a, I'm a bad friend and I need to be a better friend. I know I meant to. On the uh, person who says they're willing to talk to us if we want to, they just heard the Calvin Parker, Rick and Bubba University podcast, and they have had encounters with aliens, and they would they'd be they'd be fine with talking with us. Did you get that? You email? know, I, I don't recall it, Rick, but uh, that doesn't mean you didn't send it. Maybe I missed it, but please resend. Hey, it. let's let me tell you. First of all, whatever you do, search my name and anything that came from me over the weekend. Okay? <laughs> what was it? What was it titled? Do you know? Uh, gosh. Uh, that, that's that's a whole new hashtag me too and right well let me tell you let me tell you where this where this emailer had me when they were so straightforward 
Now, the aliens that I've encountered, and they do show up, and here's where they show up, they're the ones that fly in, in, in the, uh, the spaceship that looks like a Tic Tac. And uh, at that point, I was in. Okay, okay so that, that, that's a reference to the Navy footage, right? Correct. Where they call them Tic Tacs. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I think I just found it. Right? Mm. No. Okay. I, I'll look, look. I'm not dis- look, I'm not discounting these folks because we don't know. No, we the, don't know. Well, and, and she makes. You know how I am about Fred and Barney Hill. Bubba, Bubba, oh, I, sent, I did send it to you Saturday. Bubba, I sent it to you. I sent it What's to you. What's his name? Bubba, I sent it to you Saturday, and all you see in my part is the word sure. Okay. I'm mad you didn't send it to us. And um, I'm sending it to everybody. Well, yeah. Okay, Rick. Come on. Uh, Time out. Bubba. Betty Betty and Barney Hill. to Fred and Barney Hill. I know, I know. It was Betty Betty and Barney Hill, right? Bubba, yeah, I let that go because I was trying. Bubba, uh, I'll send it to you Saturday. Hey, I'm in a closet. Yeah. Bubba, I sent it to you Saturday at 10.58 a.m. 10.58 a.m. And everybody else, you will now receive it today. If I get yeah, my- and Barney, that was a whole different. Couple. <laughs> yeah, that's a- they had another encounter. Greg, of course, let's face it, the rebels were trustworthy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, ma. All right, so we continue. Uh, boy, oh, we got a lot man. going on here. Oh, we do. Let's go. To- By the way, Bobby, thank you, Bobby, thank you, Bobby. I forgot about this. Everybody, listen, and Greg, this is going to make your day. I had people all weekend long telling me to be sure we discuss this, and I'd forgotten about it. Bobby, thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) Yes, this is uh, Bubba. This is uh, Don's assistant, Bobby. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? Fine. I just want to know how James Spann knew so much about Wesley's booby trap. Did y'all hear about this over the weekend? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were texting <laughs> about it yesterday. Did y'all hear about this over the weekend? People all weekend long were saying, please, please, please. James Spann, when he does the weather, he knows every street corner, and he was concerned about a front and said, if you live anywhere near Wesley's booby trap, and, and, and everybody's wanting to know how in the world James Fan knows Wesley's booby trap. Mm-hmm. And hey, I, Bobby, he appreciates mm-hmm. you bringing that up. Trust me. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, it was all over social media. Please, yeah. step, I, People were saying, please tell me the Rick and Bubba show just heard James Fan <laughs> reference Wesley's booby trap. <laughs> and, uh, the people I was texting with, the they said that they, they, were, they were trying to bet if we would bring it up. Yeah, I forgot about it. What would you say, Greg? Did the booby trap survive the storm? I don't. I, did, I don't. I do not know that. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I have a feeling it did somehow. <laughs> yeah, sure. They said there was a shortage on helmets. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Uh oh. Uh oh. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my. Right, we got uh, six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show is here. Pandemic 2020. Uh, Speedy and I here in the studios. Uh, Stretch Armstrong here. He's taking phone calls and handling YouTube. Adler is about to take he and his uh, he and his wife about to go to the hospital to start the process. Of labor, and uh, they'll have a new baby, you know, here before too long. It'll be this, this maybe next 24 hours, Adler. You never know. So when you need to go, just let us know. Uh, Greg, Helmsy, Adler, all on location, including Bill Bubba Bussy, who we welcome back. Bubba, still from the broadcast closet. Uh, Bubba, I, I want to just tell you again, uh, I know I know we're, we're 
we're, we're in very, very unique times. Oh boy. And, and I know that you were, we're social distancing and we're, we're sticking with all this, but I must tell you that the, the pouch on your front door is, is really, really filling up. And yeah. it's filling up with things that we keep worrying if we're going to have enough of. Yeah, and, right, uh, right. And, 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 and stuff in yeah, it. Put, put it this way. If, 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 if your automobile needed fuel, <laughs> you got a pocket full of fuel up there on your door. <laughs> and uh, if you need me to do something about that, I will. But it's, 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 it's stacking up. Well, I think I think we're going to take care of that today or tomorrow at the worst. Okay, okay. so I'll and, let you know. Okay, oh, just boy. let me. All right, so preliminary report uh, going into the break uh, that Wesley's booby trap was destroyed uh, by the weather, and this is a great line that somebody's put out. If this is true, the CDC needs to be notified that something probably escaped worse than COVID nineteen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, <laughs> old movie trap. Oh my goodness! And I want to thank Bobby for bringing that to our team. Right, so, Bobby. Good to hear. Thank from you, me. Bobby. Greg, I don't know how were they still operating. I, yeah, I figure you know social distancing makes that job a little tough. It does, right? Yeah. Did they guys, have a drive-through curbside? I guess so, no. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Guys, <laughs> when we were when we were watching the storm coverage last night, and James Spann, I think he might have said it two, maybe three times, mm-hmm. and me having to explain to Amanda what while right. the kids were in the room, yeah. what the booby trap was, right? Yeah, that was, uh, that was. Do you think it just didn't dawn on on James what it was? Well, I, mean, well, I don't think I don't think he I think he was just naming off businesses in that area, and it just yep you know, came right it, out. It just happened. Look, when it comes look. to names, is there anything more straightforward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah. <laughs> James was trying to give landmarks, so yeah. he was. Yeah. Well, yeah. he did that. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, you remember our other studio mm-hmm. we were at? There was a landmark there we always referred yeah. to where you had to take a right, so mm-hmm. everybody knew where it was. Yeah. You know, a yeah. bunch of guys, their wives looked at them said, and they were like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure where they're at. I don't know yeah. where he's talking. <laughs> Honey, where's that? Oh, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Might as well be in another state for us. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a, that was a tough one there. And, and James doing it in a serious situation. Situation makes oh, yeah. it even, even even better. Yeah, with tornadoes on the ground. Yeah. Well, you know what? We can always use this. every time somebody emails us says, "Well, I tell you one thing today." When y'all talked about so and so, even though y'all were using code words, I had to explain that to my kids. I'm just gonna say, "Well, ain't nothing working." What's James James Ban said? <laughs> yeah. And and Helmsy had to explain that. I'd like to know how I you did. explained it. I'd like I to know. He kept talking about and, and y'all know the barbecue place there. I think it's called Green Top. Green Top. Yeah. Oh yeah. He kept mentioning it and a church that I I don't know how to pronounce the church because he kept messing it up too. And he was caught. He was getting on himself a little bit and giving himself a speech. Mm-hmm. Right. It was either Lolly or Lawyer. Yeah, he got Lawler. tangled up, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He and, didn't say if you're at the booby trap, you need to get in your safe. <laughs> <laughs> Get under the stage in the back. Greg, don't believe the rumors you've heard about tornadoes and hills and valleys. It's not true. The stop it. But the but the it's. I'd like to know, Helmsy. What did? How did you explain it? I, I just leaned over and whispered to Amanda what it was. Okay. Right, I just good. told her it was a um, yeah. establishment with women in it. Right. And she got the point. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, once you hear that and you put the name, you got. It. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Well, you think it would be self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. Well, well he, it was funny because she looked at me and she goes, did he just say booby trap? Yeah. Wow. There you are again. Yeah. Well, that's what's called. That's what's called. Yeah. Right. I, I, well, we're making yeah. sure they know. And keep in mind, you know, what Helmsley's <laughs> wife does for a living. You know, she, 
Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She just wanted to know how she could help at one point. So, so look, Greg's want to say something. Look yeah, at no, listen, huh? I'm back. I had a lactation joke. I let it go. All right, thank you, Greg. Thank you, buddy. I don't want. I don't want to show. I don't want to show some some levity there. All right, so let's uh, let let's There's something funny about him saying it. it's just funny. I, I know. I know with that haircut. Uh, the. Uh, so I uh, where'd you get buddy. your haircut at? Hams, no, the rest of us looking like we got a mop. We ain't, none of us had a haircut in a month. Amanda cut it. Yeah, they, she just got the clippers and went nuts. She's never cut hair before. She claimed that uh, she watched four videos on how to do it, so she was ready. Well, I see she, she flattened the curve out there in the front. She took that. I, I actually did. Yeah, where did Winnipeg go? I did that. I did that because she didn't want to mess with that, so I did that over the weekend. <laughs> I'll be honest, you went a little they, high with it. You flattened the curve, didn't you? <laughs> Wait a minute, I just noticed. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Greg? Good news is he's got a good place for us where we can turn around now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Harry, Harry ain't gonna get in his eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if I get in there, can I get out? Yeah, you got plenty of room. Turn around. Come on, <laughs> what, what I like too, he didn't round it. He just went ahead and cut it straight. Yeah, yeah. He knocked, right he knocked the tip off. He just knocked the tip off. <laughs> it's like he broke a tooth out of his hair. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It's almost like you think you should look down and say, "Hey, man, it may be down there around your feet." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. This is where I wish the internet was still down. I could come back to the studio. Uh, that's right. Sure. Six feet he or more. Tired, Rick, he got tired of them Eddie Muster references. He did. Yeah. Well, well he solved it. it. He solved it. We may get a new nickname, but that one's gone. Yeah. Well, look, this group here, we ain't got We can't say it. No. Well, you talking about. Look at the haircuts on this. Just, 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 this look, look. looks like the people flunked out of barber school. You yeah. Know? You know, it's that's one, that's it's that's one that's thing that. to see one of us, you know, like one at a time. When you get a shot of everybody all at the same time. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's, I know. You don't, you don't really, you talk about a, a, a crew. Yeah. We're a bunch. Aren't we? <laughs> I mean, just a bunch of goodness. I mean, <laughs> uh, so I, all right. Speaking of that, and, and we come oh, back, there's, baby. there's some, there, there's some things going on. You know, we got to talk about the, you know, the economy side of all this. We had not really talked about that today. Um, also, and, and just some things that are, we don't need to lose who we are in all this. And, and I'm seeing some things that, that are just a little, this is stuff that creeps you out. You were talking about you yeah, weren't going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, and I know, and I know some, but I, I'm thinking to myself, I think it needs to be said. And plus, you know, we got four hours to fill, and I can't find sure. anything better than this to talk about. So, <laughs> so the, uh, and, and I saw it a couple times, and I, and you know, it's that thing again. Can can we not be just level headed about this? And but you know, and you've heard that it it really, if you if you understand the way things work in a tyrannical communistic big brother giant government world this this is a breeding ground for that kind of stuff as we know and we just got to be level-headed and not let this happen to us and some things happened over the weekend that really creeped me out and i was like we we can't be these people this this is america let's not forget who we are and, and all this i know it's rough and we're doing things that we need to do that's not what i'm talking about but there's there's another element that has crept in and i do blame some of the uh, the media, and I do blame our government officials for this. Uh, but we, but just because they're they're trying to breed something doesn't mean it has to grow. We we can police ourselves on this. So uh, we'll be back. Fourteen minutes past. Our number is eight six six. We be big, and our website's Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Here's Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour. We're various locations, but Speedy and I here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. So I'm just going to talk about, and it really, there's been so many things that have been so heartbreaking. By the way, unfortunately, we knew this when the sun came up, the death toll on the tornadoes yesterday across the south is starting to rise. Uh, I, I mean, it started out at 8, which is bad, but now it's climbing up with to 18. And so we're going to hear more about that because some of these that hit down in the Laurel, Mississippi area and all that, people are – I mean, again, we don't know, and and sometimes it may be a step out, but it doesn't matter. Anything, you know, any tornado is bad, but they're, they're thinking it can be up in the 4 and 5 EF range. Mm. So we'll, wow. we'll see uh, as time goes on. But just something that, that concerned me, over the weekend, and, and, it, and it felt creepy when I heard uh, some of the government officials around the country on the state level talking about it, and you heard the guy in, uh, in California saying, you know, we always have a, a, bad, um, a bad deal with people being tattletales, but we're telling you now's the time to be a tattletale, and da-da-da-da-da, and certainly uh, we want to be safe. And then this thing of, you know, hearing some of the law enforcement people telling you to spy on your neighbors, tell us what they're doing, you know, watch this. This is getting really, really creepy, and I think it's unnecessary. I, I think we can be level-headed about this whole thing. And uh, so over the starting the weekend, just like with you, Helms, you know, we have, uh, we have a friend, that is, a friend of ours, that has been in quarantine, as we have been in quarantine. And this one individual, you know, came to our house, who is a friend of ours and we've known for over 20 years, uh, and and helped with Sherry to to do haircuts for me and for the boys and and uh, you know do some little things that she needed done in the in our own home at, with, with a friend of ours. But this is how creepy it's getting. Somebody actually watched the show on Friday, and and then started emailing me going, "Hey, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're breaking the law." You, you've gone out. I can't believe you went out and went to a salon or went to a barbershop and got your hair cut. I can see on TV your hair's been cut. And I was like, what? And, and, I, and I was like, hey, you know, and then I explained what went on. But are we really wanting to be in that? And so then Saturday night, we were coming back in from the farm, and we had eaten there but uh, for lunch. We didn't have anything for dinner, so we called in a curbside for dinner. And so these here's these restaurants trying to survive. And by the way, they're going down one after another. Look, if you look out and you see these people humping, trying to stay alive in, in their business, and they're and you and you you know they got people in marked parking spots. They've got it more than six feet apart. You, you're assigned a number to go park your car. And I look, and like two of the people came out, and at one time, two of the employees got within less than six feet of each other, and a guy runs up and starts taking a picture of him with his phone like he's going to turn them in. And I'm like, you know, I mean, you know what's going to happen? He's going he's gonna to get that person in trouble over something that probably had no impact whatsoever. That restaurant will probably get shut down when it's sitting here trying to survive because we're all turning into a bunch of communists. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, this is just getting weird. You know, why not walk over to them and say, hey, guys, y'all, y'all got a little close there. Just want to remind you, you know, and they probably said, hey, thank you very much. We're out here humping. Thank you for saying that. But, no, no, I'm not going to say anything to them. I'm going to take their picture on the phone, and then I'm going to run in here and, and turn it into somewhere. I'm watching. Hey, it looks like one of y'all got your hair cut. I can't believe you're out breaking the law. You're doing it. And I'm like, hey, whoa, what are you talking about? Oh, I see that your hair was cut. Is this, is this who we want to be? Uh, is, is this no. the America we want to be? Is this where we're headed? Hey, we got to – 
Rick, did you break the law? Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm, are are we crazy. literally going to start watching each other like that? Mm. I mean, y'all, this is just weird. And, I and, and, reported that you, is weird. Yeah. I want you to know. Let me tell you something. I do not want to live in a country like that. Mm-mm. I mean, this this is not America. We're not going to turn into some tyrannical communist no. Cuba where, where the government tells you to go tell on your neighbors and go watch what everybody's doing. And here's the other thing. If you're going to do that, at least get your information right. What's wrong with saying, hey, man, uh, we've had a hard time finding getting haircuts. Well, how did, it looks like you might have got one. First of all, I might not have had one. What are you watching? Look at somebody's hair for. What, are we yeah. spying on each other now? I mean, it's just we're in the guy running. There's a grown man, too, taking pictures of two people out there humping, trying to make the, 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 their, to stay alive doing curbside service. And, and, and people trying to get food, and, and you're going to get out there. It's like You know what it is? That's I think crazy. people, Greg, you said it. I think there's people, you know, the person who always wanted to be the hall monitor. They just, this, oh, was, yeah. this was their moment. Mm-hmm. This was their moment to be able to turn people in. And, and first of all, they, they don't even hardly have all the, you need to get your information right if you're going to do anything. Yeah. Okay. And, but now's my time to be the hall monitor. You mean the government told me to be a hall monitor? Yes. I've been waiting on this. Mm-hmm. Now I can I'm get, important. Now everybody I can, cares. Now I can get in everybody's business. I want to turn somebody in today. I want to, I want to turn somebody in. And it goes back to what Bubba and I were talking about on the break. And it was kind of an uncomfortable truth last week. Guys, I got news for you. We need to be doing everything we're doing. We need to follow it, be good citizens and, and all this. But I got news for everybody. The people aren't dropping like flies at the grocery store. And, and, and when we go into the grocery store, like what the guy took the picture of last night, is nothing compared to what happens to the grocery store every single yeah. day. Okay? And those employees yeah. aren't dropping like flies. People getting groceries aren't dropping like flies. We certainly need to have some common sense, and we need to work as hard as we can. But we can't turn into some gotcha, tyrannical yeah. dictatorship where everybody goes out and they're going to be the little Gestapo for the government and go out and start snooping around everybody's business, taking pictures of each other and trying to turn each other in. That is ridiculous. And if you if that's your mindset, you ought to be ashamed. You ought to be ashamed. Was it a, was it a supermarket or a, it was uh, it was curbside restaurant. restaurant? It was a curbside uh, restaurant, and, and they he thought the employees he, was, were too close to each yeah, other. Yeah, they, he, was, yeah, was he in line to pick up something? He, Why was he there? He he had, he had just gone up to get his food. And as he was coming back, he saw two people trying to go to one car. I guess they got confused. They, they probably were supposed to go to two different cars. And both of them, for just a minute, headed to the same car. Oh, and when boy. they got close to each other, he ran over and started taking their picture. Oh, my And goodness. then took off. I mean, get, with, his, with his food in hand? No, he didn't have any food, so I guess they didn't have his ready yet. But how embarrassing. I mean, how embarrassing. embarrassing. Where's the level-headedness of us trying to help each other out? Look, I looked. I hate to break it to you, Bub. I looked. I was up at that when the old empty place. I saw another sign be taken down. It's a restaurant said, we can't stay closed this long. And they never could get, I guess, any curbside going thing or whatever. And look, yeah, no, I know, no, another, uh, sign, saw, another sign came this, down. The story this weekend, uh, another chain that's in our area said that they're going to start selling groceries or they're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah so we, we actually have that story in, in yeah. the, your pile of show prep, and, and they say that what they're doing is, and Helms I think might try to take advantage of this, everything they have in their refrigerators that could go bad, they're going to start selling. Uh, yeah. You know, like the meat, the seafood, the cheese, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, onions, vegetable, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to start selling it like a grocery store just to, just so it doesn't go bad. Yeah, look, if you want to clear it out. If, and, hey, I tell you what's really weird. Have y'all seen the footage out west of the farmers that are not selling their crops right now because the restaurants yeah. are not going? Mm-hmm. They're having to plow them under. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Hey, look, I got news for you. I, and they're I, spilling milk out. They're just pumping milk out down the drain. Yeah, I got, I got, got no problem being a good citizen, whatever. But I, the governor doesn't tell me what I'm going to do inside my house. The governor <laughs> doesn't tell me what friend I can have over and what family member I can have over. They ain't none of the governor's business. You know, as long as we're not gathering in big crowds and we're not out there affecting other people. And how about this? If, if two people walk close to each other for just a fragment trying to work their butts off, leave them alone. You know, now if you want to tell people, hey, man, you're a little close to me, that's fine. Hey, let's keep our distance. Let's work together. That's fine. But running around going to turn people in, I can't gotcha. wait. I, I can't wait to call law enforcement. Say I saw somebody violate the six foot rule. Oh, I'm turning somebody in. Somebody got a haircut. Mm-mm. You know, well, see, yeah, I mean, see, a fat I'm, I'm, guy would never do that because we don't want that restaurant to quit serving. Yeah, That's guys. Right. There you go. Yeah, Bubba. I hate we to don't take... care if they're giving piggyback rides. We want that thing open. Watch Bubba <laughs> right here. Watch Bubba because this is going to be tough on him. By all practical appearances, and it could be wrong, the sign was taken down. I'm afraid Macaroni Grill didn't make it. You okay? Oh, wow. mm. Is it forever or just right now? I think they were closing before all this. Really. Yeah, I think they were. I think that's the, yeah. I, they yeah. were closed. Before and I this thought, I mean, I've, yeah. I've done all I could do. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, I got news for you. The two next to us aren't coming back. I know. It's, yeah. it's, mm. Look, and it's going to get worse if we don't get things moving. Yeah, Rick Helms is disappointed. Nobody thought he had a professional haircut. Nobody <laughs> accused him of going to the beauty salon. <laughs> uh, please, please stay looking down. Keep, keep, guys, keep looking down. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go work on it in the commercial Guys, break. y'all realize that's what communist countries do. Yeah. Go, go out and tell on your neighbors. Go tattle on your Come neighbors. Come on, man. I mean, Helms has got the beginning of a mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. As we make our way back, mypillow.com. Mike Lindell, the gang, franking out medical supplies that we need, and still providing these fantastic uh, products under the MyPillow brand. Be a great time to send somebody some. You know, uh, we're all. Uh, uh, if you're thinking about just, you know, sometimes you just like to get happy. Uh, and if you know somebody that uh, doesn't have one, they're concerned a little bit about, you know, their their way to make a living. All of us are concerned about. You know, going forward, what what does the economy look like? What do our finances look like? You know, that's right alongside, you know, concerns about your health and other health. But maybe you say, look, I'm in pretty good shape. This is not uh, affecting me as, as bad economically as maybe somebody else. Uh, like maybe you're in the grocery business. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Uh, but anyway, you could send some gifts to somebody, too. And there's some great um, uh, some great deals to be had, too, there at MyPillow.com. Just go there. Uh, you'll see the radio specials. Take, take the promo code Bubba with you. You'll see some buy one, get one freeze there, including the, the classic premium pillow. Uh, you'll also see it on the Giza Dream Sheets and uh, the, the new washcloth and towel set, the six-piece set they have. These are fantastic. You've seen all these products. and If not, you can go see them. MyPillow.com. Click Radio Specials. Take the promo code Bubba there. Uh, it's great to, to you know support them anytime just because they have great products. But once again, as a great American company, they're stepping up in our time of need and helping their fellow citizens as well. So you remember that when you think about these products that you need. MyPillow.com, or you can find a link under sponsors at RickandBubba.com. Now, Bubba, you mentioned we have a Hillary Clinton uh, here. That uh, is, is Hillary weighing in yet? Is she well, the I Demo- think she was doing uh, some kind of video conference in, and uh, you forgot that Hillary has a little cough. Still, oh, yeah. still doing the cough thing. Okay, all right, here it is. Hi. 
<coughs> continuing to tell the truth about our lives. So <coughs> let me add my voice. Oh, boy. I pledge to continue to speak out. I pledge to never give up. <coughs> I will do everything I can <coughs> to keep my voice, number one. Hmm. <coughs> it's over. To advance the rights and opportunities of women. <laughs> In the midst of the snowstorm, stay on the front lines of democracy. Thank you all for being part of this gathering. <coughs> That's tough to watch. Of history makers, troublemakers, and change makers. Let's keep going. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's clear God does not want her to speak. No, no. <laughs> right. well, Greg, you know why, don't you? You know, you know why that cough came? You know why that happened, Greg? She's at some conference, and they're video her, videoing her in. She's actually talking about the rights of women, and God's not going to let that go on. I mean, I mean, the way her and her husband have behaved. What conference is meeting right now? You can't if you if if everybody's running around with a phone. Who's who's having a conference? Yeah, is this, yeah. Is it is it old? Is it, is it old? Or is it just a video deal where it's just everybody's coming in on video? I, I don't. I don't know. know. It was it was in the feed of stuff today, so who knows? But it was. Uh, but that cough. It was fresh footage, but I don't know what it was. But that that cough. Guys, do you think when it starts, she knows? Oh boy, here it goes. Yeah, here it goes, yeah, and you know, go. and her staff has to be like, "Oh, she's doing it again, y'all." And Find the lozenge. You know what? Is, that, <clears throat> is it possible she's patient zero? You remember back when she was coughing before everybody else? I mean, back on no, the last campaign, mm. was she totally years, right? ahead, years ahead of her time? Right. <laughs> you know the Clinton Foundation. That's a, that's that's a clean bunch. Yeah. All right. So where are y'all? So like she, uh, she obviously tries to talk through it when it happens, which mm. I think makes it worse. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause you, you, you know, mm. I know y'all have started laughing. We've been on air and messed up and you try to talk through it Yeah, you can't. and oh, it just yeah. seems to make Ooh. it worse every time. Yeah. I think when it starts for her, she should just throw it back and go, I got something coming up. I need a lot. You know? Give me 10. But, but guys, if yeah. this, if this is not like back when she was doing this before, she's got an issue. I mean, if this is, is this, if this is relatively new footage, she's got she's got an issue. Is it the tongue that's choking her, or is it is it what, what's going on there? Is her tongue curl no, or something? No, way? She, she or she's it, got she's got a tickle in her throat. Is what it seems like. Yeah. No, Speedy Bill wasn't in the picture. He wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm like you, Greg. I think that sometimes God says I can't let these people. Speak yeah. on the plight of women, <laughs> not these people. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've heard enough. <laughs> right. It's, uh, we're getting, Shut it down. What, what's next? Dot tips from Rick and Bubba? I mean, this is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't, this, we can't have them speak on it. All right. So, Adler, I, I, haven't been, I, I haven't been able to check. Do you have this other thing Bubba's talking about? Coughing now. Yeah, Speedy. Well, I got to, I, you know, I, I will. I'll cough and choke myself. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do we have the teacher in twenty twenty six video? Yeah, I was asking. If we don't, we can do that in another segment. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't have that queued up yet. I didn't I know didn't that was coming. This segment. All right, we'll just grab it. We'll do it next segment. All right, so let's talk a little bit, Bubba. We we are getting down now. Next week uh, on Rick and Bubba University. If you didn't if you didn't hear this past weekend, got a lot of great comments and people that uh, really took a lot away from our conversation with Pastor Dean and Sarah. His book, The Unsaved Christian. And so that one's out there if you haven't watched it or listened to it uh, from this past weekend. But this week we'll be recording again on Thursday. We're going to talk to one of our congressmen, Gary Palmer, uh, out of Alabama, because we're getting toward the end here, and we've got to start thinking about what happens to this country April 30 and then May 1. What, what, do we, do, what is the game plan 
to return back to some sort of economy, but at the same time still dealing with the the real problem that is a real problem, and that's COVID-19. How does that look, and how is that going to work? Well, I think Trump is going to introduce us to his get back to work task force uh, right. tomorrow. So when he's he's going to and look, sometimes we make fun of these people when they do task force. This is a thing where yeah. he needs a lot of input from a lot of people, and uh, you know because nobody has all the answers. Yeah, well, at least they're not calling them czars you know, yet. Yeah, but, well, but Adler, you got something? Yeah, I've got that video ready to go. Okay, all right. So, uh, but but. The well, well, we'll get back to the economy then in a minute. All right, so uh, so anyway, so this guy set this up, Bubba. This is a teacher. Win. This is Austin Reed. He goes to Oakwood University, and it is in the state of Alabama, uh, according to the story. But he does a little parody about what it's going to be like calling roll in a classroom in the year twenty twenty six. Okay, all right, here we go. Good morning, class. My name is Mr. Reed, and I'll be your teacher for this year. We're going to go ahead and start off with roll. If you guys hear your name, just say here. If I mispronounce it, just correct me, and I'll correct it on my sheet. All right, so we have COVID with a K. Got you. Um, We have Corona Lachey. Got you. We have Perel. All right. Virissa. Oh, Varissa. Got you. All right. We have Charmin. Charmaine. Okay, got it. Dove. I like the soap. Okay. Quarantina and Quarantino. All right. Um, we have Tissue. Oh, Tissue. Got it. Pandemica. All right. Um, we have another COVID, but this time with a C. Oh, we have Rona. And we have Carol Baskin. Good morning, class. My name is Mr. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> Let me tell you that. And, and there's a lot to that because, look, there's going to be a baby boom with this, you think? Oh, you, you know, it's both ends of the spectrum. I think we're going to see a lot of divorces and we're going to have a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, you know what I keep thinking about is, you know, some of the things that are not on the A level of importance but still a concern. I know we're all not wanting to talk about the fall yet, and we'll, we'll get into that. Are we just never going to get to see Mike Leach coach Mississippi State? I mean, it, it's, I keep – Rick. Well, I mean, he didn't get spring training, and then that gave him too much time. He got in trouble. He's being de- uh, reprogrammed now uh, because he had an insensitive tweet about something that was a bit of a stretch. But but anyway, so he couldn't do spring training. And then if they don't do big gatherings in the fall, I mean, are we, are we ever going to see Mike Leach coach? Will we see Mike Leach, Mike Leach coach with people in the stands? I think that's a good question. Uh-huh. Well, and let's go back to this. Certainly you can do the virtual thing and all that, and I'm sure we'll get to some of that. But, again, economically, you take away all these football fans coming into these college towns and spending that money, and you take away football fans and the NFL going into these cities and spending money, you can certainly still watch a, a, a virtual football game from your home but the economy gets destroyed. Well, you know, we, we keep talking about the economy and, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to paint this, Oh, you're just money over lives, right? Mm, no, it's no. not that you're going to lose lives either way. Yep. But keep in mind cities primarily get their money from sales tax. Okay. And counties and, and to a bigger part, the, the States, but the cities themselves are going to, I mean, some of them have a rainy day fund but they're not going to have money to pay policemen and firemen mm-hmm. at the end of the month. Right. 
So something has got to give. If you remove everything from the economy that has people gathering, then that economy cannot survive. Like you said, the, the city cannot function, uh, society, and there's, there's, there's just too much that we tie to that. And, I mean, you think about this. I mean, if, you, if people can't travel and people can't go anywhere and people can't gather and people can't do this, there's not enough jobs available. Now, if you're the president, you have, like I said, we said last week, you have to be prepared, and I think Trump hopefully can be. Now, your your political opponents have already shown that they they'll take this. They they they're not putting politics aside right now. No, uh, and that, no. those days are over. But the first person that dies after you start the economy back, your your political opponent will will take those deaths and stack them up at your door. And I'm not saying that's fair, and or even that that's truth. But you have to be willing to say, I'm going to take those shots because, as you said, it's lives versus lives. Uh, and you have to, at some point, balance this out. Or you're going to have a bunch of people in their homes with running out of money. They're not sick, but they're running out of money, and there's no economy. And we can't have that. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, uh, we're back nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Greg played that one uh, just for you coming back, buddy. Little uh, honky tonk attitude, Joe Diffie. Oh, thank you, buddy. Cool. Yeah, that's just for you, buddy. The late great. All right, so now let's uh, have a blast with the the politics of all this. That that's always fun. Uh, and and really, the politics all of it is is if you do one thing, I vilify you for doing that. But if, then if you do another, I just vilify you for that too. <laughs> well, you can tell, Rick, there is a movement in the anti-Trump media right now mm-hmm. to try to paint the picture that Trump was asleep at the wheel and did not do what he needed to do to stop this pandemic. Now, I've said all along, pandemic by definition means it overran all of our resources. Okay. Yep. I'm not buying into that, but this is their new thing. And if you don't think it's not consistent, listen to every reporter, how they're phrasing the questions. And, uh, they're all trying to paint this picture that if Trump had been on it and he had got after it in mid February, we wouldn't have half of these deaths we have, but here's the problem. You remember back mid February was when we were doing the personal ad show around Valentine's remember. Mm-hmm. So there's your marker for that. Do you think we could have talked everybody, the whole economy into shutting down and going home then? Not on Valentine's, no. you couldn't. No. Well, no, nobody nobody saw it as a threat. Nobody. So I, I don't think that's uh, legit. Now, the CNN, and I don't know what Fauci said. Uh, I didn't see the interview, but he said something, uh, and I think it was on a CNN interview, that if we had shut down mid-February, a la his advice, we would have saved lives. We've also had this thing about uh, this memo that was going around. The They now call it the Red Dawn Warning, okay, mm-hmm. that we were going to be invaded by this pandemic, right. and, and it went unnoticed. But, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, there is no mayor, there's no governor, there's no president who would sh- who's already strapped for cash shut down the economy at that point. I mean, you think if you're a mayor – are you going to not pay uh, the police or the or the fire department because you got to you know buy ventilators or something for the local hospital? No, that 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 wasn't even on the board back then. And but they're trying to go back and Monday morning quarterback this 
But Trump is making the point, and I think rightly so, the same people who are criticizing him for not acting soon enough were the ones who were criticizing when he put the travel ban in place to China. Yeah. Well, let's go apples and apples. Look what de Blasio and Cuomo were saying. They were defiant. Cuomo even gave us a speech on New Yorkers mm-hmm. are going to keep living the way they've always lived. And look Get at out every- and support your local business is what the mayor was saying. Yeah, to even telling you things to do outside. And then we turned around. If you just want to go apples and apples, and I'll be fair to both of them, we, we ignored Cuomo's uh, recordings of that, and then we're praising him, saying he's done such a good job on correcting New York. Really, of course, everybody's forgetting the federal government, led by Trump, is who, who saved him and bailed him out. But I don't have a problem with saying, let's don't be upset with Cuomo when he thought it wasn't as big a deal as it turned out to be, and let's judge him on how he responded and what he found out, and then let's do Trump the same way. Right. Was, is that fair? I mean, let, let's just go apples and apples, and I don't think you heard Trump saying anything as defined as Cuomo was saying about the virus and how it couldn't get New Yorkers and all this and de Blasio right with him, and then they changed course. Uh, so Trump, uh, when he realized the severity of it, as you said too, you can't be upset with him for doing the travel ban and then be upset with him for not doing enough. You can't do both. I mean, you got you got well, to do one or the other. Yeah, and Trump. Remember, Trump said to initially he said he asked the Congress for like two point eight billion dollars. The Congress said, "Man, we need more than that. We need eight billion. And look at us now. We're throwing around yeah, yeah. two trillion dollars every time they get together. Right. So nobody knew that. Anybody that says they knew better, okay, they're an idiot and a liar. Okay. The, the, the doctors that no, look, y'all remember, we knew we were going to have another pandemic, but we couldn't do anything about it. You remember when the movie outbreak came out and we used to joke about it. If you need a day off, start coughing yeah, and say something about Ebola or whatever. Yeah, right. We, you know, we all panicked when we saw that movie and they knew they were going to do this, but to the scale, we just, there's no way you can live and be prepared for this. Well, I'll go it's this- like saying at home, scrap everything you've got and dig a hole and 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 concrete it in and be ready for tornadoes. Well, that would protect you for tornadoes, but you ain't got a life. You ain't got a life. You can't pay bills. You can't buy groceries. Well, let's go so, back to this. The things that we're going to – I keep bringing up this this topic, but I, and I think it still needs to go on because it's essential. Guys, I got news for you. Some of you people that are worried about that you had a person come over that was quarantined, that came directly to your house and visited with you or whatever, but yet you send family members to the grocery store and let them back in your house? What, yeah. what 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 your family members just just got exposed to at the grocery store is ten times worse than if you knew somebody that lived somewhere that had been there the whole time you'd been where you were the whole time and they came one person to your house to visit with you that's nothing compared to every time a family member goes to the grocery store and comes back it's not even close well, you know that haircut thing got to you didn't it well it, because people aren't thinking it, 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 they're they're being they're being stupid because it's just like hey man. I can't believe you. I wouldn't do anything like that. D- does your family members come back into your home after they go to the grocery store? If you're doing that, I, I, that's that. I mean, you, that's evil, Knievel, COVID nineteen. <laughs> but but it, but it, but it has to be done. Yeah, it has it to. Be, and you go yeah, and you and you do the best best job you can do with it. Uh, but uh, but and, and and you work it out. And again, you don't see a lot of grocery store employees getting sick. Uh, so I think we can start the economy back up. We got to be smart with it. But back to you guys' original point, you cannot get, go over here to Cuomo and de Blasio and act like they didn't have the response they had and then go over here, and it was much more extreme than anything Trump did or said, and then they all, they adjusted, and then Trump and they, they all started working together when they realized the severity of it. But you talk about the predictions, Bubba. 
like I just said, this Netflix thing, pandemic, it was telling all of us exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. but what can we do other than do the best you can when it gets here, right? Well, yeah. I mean, at that point, until we are absolutely sure it's happening, you can't. No, people are not going to leave their job. We're not going to shut down. Uh, you know, a third of the businesses when nobody's sick. Mm-hmm. You can't. You just can't do that. You tell me one governor that's going to cut teachers' pay so they can start preparing ventilators for people who's going to be sick when the pandemic hits. That's months away. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, so so let's 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 just be real about that, okay? And let's let's just just put our phones up. We're taking pictures of people playing golf, uh, taking pictures <laughs> of people, and I I, I got to go. I, I'm I'm the new COVID nineteen hall monitor. You know, if you want to talk to some people and say, hey man, right here, let's let's separate a little bit. Let's move away from each other. That's fine. We can all monitor. We can have some level headed stuff. But let's not live in communist Cuba. Okay, where the Castro's give me two loaves of bread, so I tell on everybody. Yeah, I, I, at, mean, least, I, I mean, at least not past April thirtieth. I mean, this. I mean, it's just. I mean, it, it, we got to be careful that we don't we don't let the real patient die. The the country. You you, you better you better have a lady Lady Liberty on some hydroxy coloquin or yeah. coloquin or whatever it's called. <laughs> Close enough. We, we better get Lady Liberty a vaccine. You know what I mean? You not your Uncle Sam's later, y'all. And he ain't looking good. He's struggling. Uh, so, uh, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Last night, I was on the boat to heaven. By some chance, I had brought my Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the broadcast plaza and teleport and home studios all across the our home state of Sweet Home, Alabama. Speedy and I in the uh, broadcast plaza and teleport. And in, uh, in various home studios, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy Adler now preparing to take his wife to the hospital for them to start the process of labor. And hopefully we'll have a new Adler baby here coming up in the next 24 hours. And welcome back uh, from the broadcast closet. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for yet another edition in the pandemic series of Rick and Bubba. And the people all said, sit down. Uh, can I ask y'all a question when nope. it comes to COVID-19? Um, we all know that China is lying about the numbers, but yet we'll report them like they're fact. So mm-hmm. the big story is, and it's a terrible headline, U.S. surpasses the world in deaths. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so we're acting like the numbers coming out of China are real. I, I think the headline needs to be the U.S. passes the world in deaths according to what China has reported. I mean, because we know those numbers aren't accurate. Yeah, well, so why do we report them like they are? Speedy, look, so your your, your forehead's going to be bleeding from banging your head against a brick wall. <laughs> I understand you want those kind of things, and there. And I think the thing that bothers you the most, and this is I think bothers most of us. Mm-hmm. If, if if all of us had the same 
uh, let me, how can I word this? Um, my dad would have said it in a way I don't want to say it. If, if, we, if we all had the same BS meter, meter uh-huh. okay? okay? Let's say all of us had an equal, our whole society was given the exact same mm-hmm. BS meter. You wouldn't have to worry about all this. What what bothers you is the fact that people believe it. You're okay, right, right, and 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 they buy into just like the stuff we were talking about about <laughs> watch us ignore Cuomo and De Blasio, but we're going to focus on Trump, but we're going to act like what they did in the beginning just didn't happen. <laughs> we're going to act like that none of the media stuff they said, even what some of the doctors were saying. Oh, yeah. we're going to act like that none of that happened. If you you almost just like you're you're a kid screaming out in the field. Y'all know this isn't real, right? And and, and like and then people are like, oh man. Hey, with Trump. So I know where you are on that, but Speedy, that's not going to happen. Just let them do these kind of things, say what they want to say, and let's see if we can get as many people well as we can. Let's research and get to the bottom of it, and let's find a way to get the economy going again. Mm-hmm. Americans are very good at adapting, uh, and we, we, we saw some stories even with some people that we know. Restaurants, if you can't get your curbside going, mm-hmm. I mean, you're mm-hmm. done. You're yeah. done. Just looking at these restaurants, just and I have this false hope of the one right across from us. They've like left to their their lights on and even their computer mm-hmm. at the cashiers. So I keep thinking it's back, and I go up there and look in there, and it's not. And it's not. But but and I can't accept that it's over. But uh, leave leave hope alive, Rick. Right. Well, yeah. now, now we have restaurants that are going to start treating the food they get like a grocery store. They are. They are. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, the food they have in the freezer, the meat, the seafood, vegetables, everything that they have, it's going to go bad. And so they're going to start selling it um, like they are, they're like they're a grocery store. And they say it might be a little <laughs> bit higher priced, but, but it, it's good quality food. So people will buy it. And so they're trying to resort to whatever they can just, just to keep things afloat in hopes that something will get back to somewhat normal. Bubba, the year was 1993, Snowmageddon, okay? Yep, yep. You, 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 nobody's giving you enough credit for you coming up with a great line. This is the longest snow day in the history of the world. Yeah. And, and, and so when Snowmageddon <laughs> really hit, we all just tried to shelter wherever we could. And I ended up at a, at a Holiday Inn, you know, uh, and, and they had the same thing. They could get no food deliveries, okay, because nobody mm-hmm. could get to us. And they just came out and said, here's one money. Ten bucks, and we'll bring out whatever food we got, and and and, and, that, and they would just bring out food from the restaurant, and you just you just eat whatever they had. Yeah, and uh, so, so now these restaurants are saying we're going to lose this food mm-hmm. because we can't operate, and so we're we're going to start wholesaling the food to you, the public. Like if it was a wing place, mm-hmm. you could go get a deal on just a pile of wings. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I know Helmsy, you said you were entertaining the thought of this, right? Yeah, I'm going to try to run by one of the establishments right down the road from me uh, who's in this story and see if I can't get uh, a few things myself. Yeah. A couple of things. By the way, they've got a couple of things that some of the grocery stores don't even have. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're true. Do they yeah. have, they have well, toilet like paper? I say, they can't. They, can't they actually keep said it. they're selling their toilet paper, too, that they have in stock for the bathrooms. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bubba. Go ahead. Well, you, they can't keep it. I mean, it, it has a shelf life, so you got to do something with it. I don't blame them. Yeah. No, well, you heard it. One of the restaurant uh, entrepreneurs said, "If if he doesn't do this, and he's hoping this works, that he probably will not make it." Yeah, and it's a shame because you know uh, all of these restaurants they have employees, and uh, you know they they hardworking folks. I mean, we we've, we've joked around when we did celebrity waiters. Uh, 
waiting tables and, and cooking and all of that in a, in a restaurant is one of the hardest jobs you can have. Let me ask you a question when it comes to that small business uh, flag here. Um, and I don't know, so I'm asking, but let's say we have a restaurant and they've got a few chains, not many, but they got some. So they're a small business mm-hmm. and they, they try to get this small business loan, this PPP thing. Easy. And then you've got those that have been furloughed that they, they try to do that. You know, they, they file for the unemployment and then the stimulus checks that the IRS claims that they started sending out on Sunday. I know that's, that's hope that, that, that kind of keeps things floating somewhat, to where the business can stay open to the point where when things get back to normal, they turn the lights back on. And, and then, you know, if they keep the employees hired, then they don't have to pay back the loan. Right. It turns into a grant. Is that, is, do I have that right? Now you're talking yes, about that, you, that is, that is what I understand. And so when we say these businesses didn't make it, are we saying that they're closing the doors and are going to just hold what they got and until things get back to normal, or are you saying that most of them won't won't come back at all? What, I don't, do, what I, do y'all hear? I don't know the percentages, but you have to think. Just you use your logic. <clears throat> I mean, you can help me on my payroll all you want to, but we die if I don't start getting fuel. Mm-hmm. And fuel is I got to pay. I got to you know these these loans are not enough for you to last a very long time. Uh, right. this, this is so people can eat for a period of time. If you don't have customers and you're not selling products, you can't. I don't care what kind of loan you got. I mean, yeah. you you, yeah. you you can't survive uh, because well, the- it, it was meant to bridge us over for a few weeks um, and and encourage small businesses to 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 keep their employees. In other words, hit the pause button, guys. Go home. We can't work. We're still going to pay you. And when this is over, everybody comes back. Mm-hmm. I mean that was the theory behind it. But so, you know so if a, if a company gets that, then the employee doesn't have to file for unemployment or anything like that because the the company is going to keep paying them. You, you you would have to be unemployed to file for unemployment. Correct. Yes, I yeah, think that yeah. would be correct. So that's part of the goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, but see, here's but, the thing. But not all of them are doing that, or not all of them thought that was going to be available, and they already furloughed people or fired people or whatever. I, I don't think you can collect it if you furloughed. I think, and some of the business said we went ahead and fired everybody so they could get unemployed. Yeah, and, right. And you got to remember the other thing too. If you're in business and all you're doing is making payroll, you're not going to last. You're, yeah, you got to no, make you got to no. make a profit. Yeah, right. And, and like like so, I was I was talking to a business I knew. He said we 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 need one hundred forty thousand dollars a month to pay everybody, and we did sixty one dollars. Well, the government can come in and try to help with that gap all they want to. That's a substantial gap. And the reason why that's happening is, and they didn't say we got to make that so we can all make profit and stay alive. We got to make that to pay everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, if all you do is help me pay everybody for a short period of time, you can't save my business. You've helped those employees, but you haven't saved my business. I think the the PPP program, uh, and I'm not an accountant. You'd have to talk to somebody that really knows what they're talking about. But I think it covers payroll. I think it covers rent. I think it covers health insurance. Uh, I think it covers, uh, you know, those kind of things. So the, again, the idea was just push pause. Right. Uh, hey guys, we can't work. Everybody stay at home and we'll tell you when to come back and just pick up right where we left off. Yeah. We, that was the idea. Yeah. We know for a fact that they were people. And like y'all said earlier, some of these people were people that were teetering anyway, and this was the death blow. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, but we know for a fact right over here and yeah. I'm, I'm pointing these people said, we've run the numbers. We won't make it. We're done. 
We, we can't. Yeah, and I talked to SBA, to, PPP, not, it ain't, it ain't yeah, enough. We, yeah. we, we, won't, we won't make it. And, and, and for people who were headed that way, this is a convenient place to jump off the, the rail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, so to answer your question, the economy has to start back. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's an yeah, obvious it, one there. Yeah, it has to. And, uh, and it, you can help people for a short, short, short period of time, but it's not long. And then the country... It falls down on itself, too, at some point. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go to the people. Lines are available. Stretch, stretch, stretchy arms strong. He's taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. 30 seconds a pop. We'll roll through a troll. You can comment, make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. You know what they'll get? They'll get a mean buzzer. That's end all that. Uh, but anyway, so it is designed, though, for you to call in and let's go rapid fire. We have 10 phone lines at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. That gives us a bigger sample of people. Then with the phone troll, we work through that sample a little quicker. So if you are on hold, we get to your call a little quicker. Uh, and right now, if you start moving, you'll get in, get in at eight six six. We be big, Bubba. I do want to tell you this: um, when you just what you just did in the break, then it looked like you were relieving yourself. Were you just filling up a, a cup a cup of water or something? Yes, uh-huh. I was. Okay. Uh, the door- I was actually refilling my. Okay. My, uh, the the door the door was was half open, half closed, and the, right. your positioning of your hands. It, for a minute, I thought the door to your bathroom had the camera looking <laughs> right at it, and it looked like you were standing there. Uh, you know, as 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 uh, Morgan Freeman said in Driving Miss Daisy, making water. Uh, oh, but yes, yeah, so it was. Uh, all right. Yeah, I went, out, I went out to the workbench to get me a, a okay. soft drink okay. to refill the yeah. cup. The positioning of the fill up there it looked strangely like something else we have to do. After I, have to, I have to look at that. Yeah. Right. It was pretty funny. I was screaming, somebody shut Bubba's door. We can see him. <laughs> Barney in Tennessee. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come from trolling. Hey, Barney. Welcome to the program. 30 yes, seconds. Right. Go ahead. Hey, buddy. Okay, but but uh, enjoy your show. I'm on the Center Hill Lake in Smithville, Tennessee. Oh man, beautiful view. Uh, I hope. I am disabled. However, if you will look at that video of Hillary, she is either drinking wine, tequila, or vodka. When she takes a drink, watch her eyes bug open. <laughs> you talk about that when she reaches over to clear that throat. She might have a little granddaddy's yeah. cough syrup over there. Yes, sir. Well, a little something to cut through there. It's a little something to, to, to break it down. Hmm. We continue to Wetumpka. Adam standing by. Adam, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, yeah, man. I heard on the radio this guy who's a local business owner in Montgomery had two uniformed officers show up and tell him he had to close his doors. And he said he's essential. He has contracts. They said, no, well, you can only do your contracts. Like, you're going to have to close your doors and all. And he called the department, and uh, the department said that no officers were authorized to tell anyone that they had to close down their doors. So, uh, like, this is a legitimate, like, you have police officers going around because the supervisor from the department said no one was given, no officers were given any clearance 
to that, that yeah, they I, could tell anyone that they have to close their doors. Yeah, so I, I you have. So I mean, that's going to be going around with. Obviously, that's not everybody. Sure, but that's been happening. And then I saw Stephen Crowder. He put out a video, or it was in one of his uh, one of his uh, big live streams that uh, you had a police officer telling a man he was going to fine him uh, five hundred dollars because he was sitting too close to his wife on a park bench. Yeah, let's just be careful where we're going down this road. I mean, we certainly want to be smart and be wise, and we can help each other along. And I don't even mind somebody, you know, giving you a little. But but we got to be real careful where we're going here. I mean, some of this is just getting weird. I mean, when you see a guy getting stuffed and cuffed because he was playing t-ball out in the middle of a field, yeah, you know, you can tell him and his daughter pack their stuff up and go home. But I don't know that we got to stuff and cuff that guy. You know, did you see the guy? Did you see? Maybe, the guy maybe he was disrespectful, was, though. I don't know what he did. Maybe he didn't. Did you see the right. guy didn't have a mask on? They yanked off the bus the other day. Was that when was that? Did we have that Friday or was that over the weekend? Oh, they drug him right off there. Yeah, did they? Yeah, I didn't see. That oh, either. yeah. It's it, you know, I, I don't know what the circumstance was, and I certainly don't. Somebody on there coughing on me. I got that. Sure, but it, it sure. was a little. It was a little bizarre. Yeah, we just got to be real careful. Yeah. We we uh, we continue, John in Birmingham. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds, go ahead. Only one timeout remains. Yes, I was wondering if uh, anybody had talked about uh, Keith Richards sampling a blood sample or a DNA sample to get this virus uh, out of here. You 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 wonder <laughs> is there anybody? All kidding aside, could we get a little bit of his DNA? Maybe share. You know, um, we, 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 are they working on that at all to get the blood of Keith what? Richards and make, mm-hmm. make make combine it with Cher's blood? Yeah, and, and maybe we come up with something that could fight off anything. <laughs> Y'all, Keith have Richards. Have you seen the picture? It's a meme out there of the Rolling Stones. They've all got a mask on and Keith richards does not and go what's yes. the big deal yeah that's yes. hilarious that is gold what a gold. good one y'all he's a walking miracle he, I mean, oh yeah he's, he's beyond done, that keith richards has done every single thing you're told not to do it'll kill you <laughs> and he's done it and he's done it deliberate yeah. and he's done it tenfold and <laughs> he's, he's still here yeah his skin's not great but he's still here right <laughs> yeah we we continue uh carly birmingham alabama 30 seconds come on Good morning, uh, Green Acres and Monkey Grass. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, I was reading in Alabama.com, I think, before all the restaurants really started closing and just doing um, pickup or drive-through, Bobaloo downtown, to, to keep their other, they have four restaurants, and to mm-hmm. keep two of the restaurants open, they closed us and I believe Knoxville, yep. just to survive, like just to pass all this. Yeah, I heard that too. And, that, and there, there's definitely people doing that. Matter of fact, some of them that have been closed here... The, the brand is still going to stay alive, just those locations closed. Yeah. So, uh, and they're having to do that, I guess. Uh, there's no way around it. Uh, we continue. Jeanette. Jeanette, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, they talk about how many has been tested and uh, positive for the virus, but you never hear them talk about how many of that number uh, is, has survived it and no longer have it. Why did they not tell us the good part of it and only the bad? Well, if you want to look at percentages now, you get into the numbers, and, and if it's your loved one, it, it, it hurts, and it hurts badly. But if you look at the percentages, yes, it is true that the overwhelming majority of people do not have it, and and then of the ones who do have it, the overwhelming majority of them survive it. That is a fact. Um, and uh, so you have it may to not be pleasant, but they're making it. Yeah, but it's a, but it's a fact. Most Most people who get it will not die. And uh, and and most people in our country don't have it at all. Uh, we, and, I mean, overwhelming majority. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big to Curtis in Columbus, Mississippi. Curtis, thirty seconds. Go ahead. 
Yes, I was wondering if y'all was having trouble out of Prowse gouging because uh, Saturday, no lie, from one of the yellow chain stores where we get your groceries and stuff, I put four dollars for a dozen of eggs, and the week before that, I went up to two ninety six. And I said something to the manager, and she said, "We don't have no, we don't have no say in it." In the thing about it. Yeah, I, you know, again, you got to watch out with supply and demand. Uh, gas is low right now. You know why? A lot of supply and not a lot of demand. Yeah. Eggs, maybe the uh, uh, trying to keep up with the consumption. Uh, you know, I don't know, but sometimes it's just supply and demand, and people are pricing it for what people will pay for it. Yeah. Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, thank you for being with us. Somebody say, so I do want to put this uh, on you, joining forces with the Burgess family and the Bussey family and and the Wilburn family and Helms family, Adler family, Cook's Pest Control, baby. We love them. Uh, you come after our family, we'll sit Cook's on you uh, at home and, uh, and uh, all, you know, if, uh, down at the farm, whatever the case may be. Uh, put them to work for you. They'll give you a free, uh, no-obligation evaluation right now. I uh, love knowing that you got them in your arsenal, and they'll do great work for you and your family also, your business, whatever the case may be. Once you have them come out and, and assess the, the situation, they are. They have been deemed essential because, uh, let's face it, we, 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 can't, we can't be overrun by pest. So uh, look for cookspest.com or rickandbubba.com. They're under the sponsors button and, uh, and sit cookie on them if you got problems with uh, any kind of infestation, rodents, bugs. Uh, carpenter bees, whatever the case may be, that, which brings me an update. So, so we were gonna our, our plan over the weekend um, for the the Burgesses that live in my household, and um, so our plan was that we were gonna do Easter morning, uh, watch the church service, do our lunch, and head down to the farm, have a big day. Well, we all know the forecast for Sunday. You heard Span on the show uh, Friday. And and I think what we're doing now and and is you know you try to make all these plans and and plus it's not like we have a, a lot of busyness now. Mm-hmm. You're not really having to say we got to do it today because we're not going to see each other tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so what we're doing is I said, look guys, let, can, can I just be the voice of reason here? We're not going to battle severe weather on Sunday. Let's just let's just get rid of that. We'll stay inside. We'll do the church service. We'll do the lunch. Let's go to the farm on Saturday. Look at Saturday. Saturday in our state. You want you, if you were in our state on Saturday, you, if somebody had mentioned severe weather to you, you go, "What are you talking about?" I mean, they, they, there's no way there's any severe weather coming, and that's what's so weird about weather. Yeah. I mean, just 24 hours, how things can change. And so, uh, so we uh, we we said look, we're going. Hey, we're going down. We're going, and we're going to go uh, a Saturday. So uh, Sherry uh, and I and uh, and our three sons went down to the farm. Uh, on Saturday to just kind of hang out. Let's just don't even have an agenda. We'll take stuff for sandwiches and all that, and let's just go down. Let's chill. Now, I will say this, and this has become the new thing. You know, if if you're if you have any anything that goes on, like say if you are fortunate enough to have like a place that you go to hunt, or you got a place that you go to the lake, or you got a place you go to the mountains, or 
you know, just anything, or you got you, maybe maybe your you know family you know has uh, you know some some land or whatever. If, if what we're doing now is, there was a time when you put toilet paper at any location, but just now, it, yeah. well, now it's like our camp house toilet paper. It's like Sherry went after it yesterday. She's like, I, I'm, I, I'm taking all the toilet paper from down here home. I'm like, what? honey, honey, this is our toilet paper. You can't take our toilet paper away. No. And she's like, y'all don't need it. We, we, we need it back at the house. We don't. Y'all got y'all hoarding toilet paper down here. I said, honey, some of this toilet paper has been around since hunting season. Don't take it. And so you know, because we're all trying to find toilet paper now wherever we can. So, um, so we we got out the four wheelers and and all this. And you know, one of the things, Bub, I've heard you say this before. And we have the fun thing with John Thomas and all that when he comes. A four wheeler or an ATV is one of those things that you you hit a period of time if you're fortunate enough to to enjoy them to where you forget about them. You're kind of like okay, yeah. oh yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden it was and to watch the boys who you know thought they all got too cool, too too old for it. To watch them come back and go, all right, we had forgotten the fun mm-hmm. of a four wheeler and and an ATV. And I said, guys, just let's just go old school. Y'all go out, y'all hit the trails. Mom and I'll sit here. Of course, Sherry's got to make a fire, of course, <laughs> and uh, she's gonna make a fire no matter what, no matter what time of day. She's gonna make a fire, and so we've got we got fire going. And and of course, then I said, well, let's let's fish a little. I mean, let's 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 get after the fish a little bit. Let's see what's going on there. And of course, you know that turns into. It's so funny to watch, and we learned it, Greg. Honestly, from our dad, everybody said, "This is not today's. Just going to be relaxing. Let's have fun. Today is beautiful. We love it. Everybody, because let's just casually, let's just ease into it." And then the first person says it. Well, that's a good fish right there. Y'all caught any? And then it's like, then somebody gets up and they throw in. Yeah. Like, I I, I just caught two. How, how many did you catch? You know, like that. Uh, I think this was bigger than the one you caught. And before you know it, it turns into a full-blown Burgess bass tournament. You know what I mean? <laughs> at, at the pond. Competition. And, and competition. Yeah. And and I've noticed, too, and, and I, I again, I think we've learned this honestly, my sons have zero issue, none, no issue whatsoever. I guess the grade they get it from their grandfather. They will fish on top of you unapologetically. If you <laughs> – if you, you catching something. if you're catching something, all of a sudden, bloop, bloop, and you're like, I, you, I, I thought something had jumped out of the water. And I looked, and I said, did y'all just throw over here on top of me? Yeah, then they'll reel right in there beside you. I'm like, hey, I mean, we're, there's some sort of, you know, I start screaming social distancing. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody's spread out. And, uh, and, and at one point, and then let me ask you all this ruling on this. Where are you all on this? Can you be accused of camping out in a spot? There's no rule about staying somewhere no. the whole time, is there? No, I, not I, if you're catching them. Yeah, I started no. getting a, hey, you can't just stay in the corner over there. And, you know, and I said, I got me a shady spot over here. I got a little structure. Rick, Rick was camping out. And and they said, Dad, you got to keep moving around the pond. If we're going to do a tournament, everybody's got to keep moving. That's not true, Rick. Thank no, you, Helmsy. You can stay there. Thank That's you, Helmsy. Yeah. Complete hogwash. Yeah. And then they, so, <laughs> they, so then they just came over fishing. Let's talk about fishing on top of each other. What's the rule there? No. Yeah, they need to give you some distance. You wouldn't move, so they moved it on top there of are, <laughs> There are tournament rules, I believe, on distance. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, they, no, they, hey, hey, they'd come right in on top of me. I mean, it was nothing. I mean, it was zero. I mean, zero. Uh, uh, what's it called? Any kind of a uh, etiquette? Etiquette? Yeah. No. So, no well, pond you, fishing etiquette. So you were catching stuff, or you wanted to be in the shade? No, no, no. Both. Both. Because okay. you know the sun, even though it was a little cool, the sun was on the water pretty good. Uh-huh. And I'd found me a little shade spot, and and up in a corner with a little bit of structure in there. 
And and now this and this is what everybody you have to decide what you're going to go for. And I will say this: when the thing ended, if I was just being completely honest, when the thing ended, you had you had Boomer, who who caught the most fish. He said it was his best day ever in Burgess Farm history. Oh, okay. We had we had Tasmo who would have won the tournament, meaning he brought the most weight in. He had the most fish that were of of, of, of the you know the most of of a decent size. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he would have won it on the way in. And then I got fish of the day, which. We we started yeah we we started and of course I caught a little flack and it's on me. That, you <laughs> so know, what were the rules for the tournament? What, what well, was the, the uh, that's what I decided. I said, are we going for most fish? Are we going for best fish? So we broke it down to a category of we will we will have three categories: most fish, just just a number, okay. Right. Then most good fish, and then fish of the day, okay. Mm-hmm. And and so that's how we broke it down. And Sherry kept saying that why can't we just enjoy this? You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, and and at one point, but then you know how people think we had to go. We had you know how you have to have an ooh rat on. I mean a, a, a rule add on. Mm-hmm. I look yeah. up, I look up, and I see I see Big Love moving in, and I'm like, what are you doing? He gets a brim rod and just starts bringing in bluegills. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. He said, Dave, hey, is this most fish? Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, no. We we no. This is a bass tournament. We the yeah. bluegill. You you can't stand. He just he found them and I no 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 no. He said I'm I'm I got eight. I'm like no 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 bluegill. That's another category. Yeah. You, you we're not. You said most fish. This is a bass tournament, mm-hmm. and so there was a little bit of ruling on that. Everybody agree with that? You can't start throwing bluegill yeah. in it. Yeah. No. Yeah, you got to go. You got to declare what kind of fish. Yeah. If he would have said that to start and you agreed on it, then right. yes. But yeah. Everybody so, knows that bass is a bass right I, I yeah i told him i said that you, you he said dad you said most fish and he was right on that mm. i said but i we said it was the burgess bass tournament and uh and i said you're not catching bass you're catching blue you don't deal. see espn covering brim tournament right yeah and so we got into Normally. that so then he just said well that's it i'm on the four-wheeler you know what I mean? Cause you know, I like when Hams is really passionate, yeah. screaming into that. Mic. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, man. I do too. Yeah. I, hey, look, I, you know what I should have done? Fresh haircut. You know what I oh, should have yeah. done? But somebody would have took your picture and turned you in, <laughs> and then turned me into for having a friend over. What what I would have what I wish is you to come down there and be the official, because I think I yeah. can see that I can see there's a little energy in this yeah. for you. You kind of like this, don't you? Oh yeah. We listen. I grew up on the river, and yeah. I've bass fished a ton. And I have the same issues with Braden. Braden will do the same thing to right. me. He'll want as soon as he sees me or Caroline catching a fish, he comes up and gets in our business. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, hey, buddy, go go find your own, and in a minute we'll be envy of you. But you got to work at it a little bit. My low moment. My low moment was, and we named him Larry. My low moment was I, I went to plastics, and you know you got to watch plastics, and and you know okay. what you're trying to do is throw out the tiny bass. But you want to keep one that's about a pound and a half, two pounds, because those are the ones. That's like somebody shooting a buck that hadn't fully matured yet, but he's yeah. got great potential. And and I let one, I let one swallow the the plastic. Oh. And I tried to save Larry. I tried so hard. At one point, Sherry's like, "Rick, it's over. Larry's not going to mm-hmm. make it." And I said, "God, that's a good fish right there." And yeah, when it, you're into him about elbow deep, I yeah, think yeah. That's it. And I so I get it out, and Larry would <laughs> flop, flop around the water. Then he'd get a little life. And I got my rod, and I was trying to work him. I, I, I ran him up and down the bank a couple times, and Larry would start out pretty good. Then he'd turn over on his side, oh, and Sherry's like, you got to give it up. I said, all right, well, what's the call? Am I throwing him to the to the, to the the cleanup crew out in the woods, or am I going to let the turtles and everybody have him in the pond? She goes, Rick, we have a beautiful day with cobalt blue skies. 
it, it's green grass down here. I'm not going to watch a dead fish float around in the pond. I said, okay, we're throwing him in the woods. So then I caught grief the rest of the day. Go, say, Dad, Dad, next time, won't you, won't you set the hook before they swallow it? Okay, everybody, now everybody's on me. Like, like I'm not the one that runs the pond. And they want your spot. All and I want my spot. So it ended with, uh, with Boomer catching most bass. Uh-huh. Brody Tasmo catch, catching the most impressive group of bass. And me catching the biggest bass. Everybody's a winner. Yeah, everybody yeah, walked away. Right. And then Big Love still protested he got the most fish. But he had the four-wheeler, so he was Yeah, good. but he got the four-wheeler, <laughs> and he didn't care. We'll be back. We'll wrap it up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes oh, to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, you know, there's certain topics on the program that that always work and they always uh, spawn conversation. And of course, UFOs is one of them. Uh, Bub, I don't know if you've seen this email over the weekend or not yet. I have sent it to you. Um, and I have not reviewed it yet, Rick, yeah. to the level well, that I need to. Well, let me tell you, that's the understatement of the day. Um, so this person. Watched, you know, you can go to Rick and Bubba University, and it's interesting. You know, the UFO one probably has like a hundred and over a hundred and something thousand views. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know how the UFOs pull everybody in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Second, I mean, it, uh, running a close second is the anything involving the Clintons that we've talked about. <laughs> but anyway, because you know that gets out there and gets going. But anyway, so this person says, and it's addressed to Mr. Burgess and Mr. Bussy, so you know they mean business. Uh-oh. Uh oh. It says, "I just watched your show on Calvin Parker." Very, very believable man. Appears to be honest. I've seen. I have seen an alien, not the same types of species hmm. that we all hear about. He apparently, uh, the one she is talking about, referring to him as he, is a new species on Earth, according to the government guys that have come to talk to me. And there's been quite a few. My experience is so much different than the ones you hear about the abductions and all that uh, they supposedly do to humans. I have a different opinion an outlook on aliens based on the one that's made a presence in my life. Hmm. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just reading it right there. So um, There it is. Just like it's... I spent four years in the closet, so to speak, and told no one because I didn't right. want anyone to think I was crazy because I saw an alien, and then she puts in parentheses an S, aliens. Ooh. I only saw one, but I'm pretty sure there were several more of them based on the events that took place and have taken place afterwards, he's an alien with an attitude. Uh-oh. But it, but it appears I'm his human, and he's decided that we are friends, whether I like it or not. <laughs> Took a little while to get used to it, but I'm fine. Hmm. He has never touched me, never approached me up close. Wow. He maintains his distance, probably because of the virus, <laughs> but, but does show me his technology. Oh. <laughs> which which is which which Sorry. but Greg the next line which is quite amazing. Oh wow. <laughs> so uh she said it looks similar to uh Helmsy's microphone. Okay. No, I, 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 it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It does not say that. <laughs> Encounters have only been four times, three separate ones, two in one day. Over a five-year period of time, I have not seen him since October 2018. Hmm. 
But that being said, years go by before he shows up again. I get the impression it's when he's in town, so to speak, ah. and just wants to let me know he's still here or that he's back. Out of state rule. Bubba, you would know this term. <laughs> I was not familiar with it. You okay, buddy? Yeah. This alien is the one that flies the Tic Tac UFO. Okay. Uh, okay. Is it, is it, how, how does how does how does how do they know that? There's pictures with it. You, you got those two. climbing into his craft. Okay. The one, the one commander Fravor, and the Navy guy saw in the Pacific Ocean back in 2004. You know who that is? Um, no. a, attached is the UFO photo, cropped and up close. Mm. I do have the original. Was taken from my hunting tracker, and <laughs> and September second, 2017. Nice. I've watched the alien climb up in his USO, U, his UFO in February of 2013. Their technology is amazing, to say the least, and I'm lucky he chose me to show me some of the capabilities, and they have since. They keep showing me this since the first time I saw him. Why me? She says, I think it's nothing more than a, a coincidence, <laughs> uh, a perfect timing, and failed cloaking device. So undoubtedly, the cloaking device stopped working. Yep. Hmm. Uh, he cloaking device. He was in my backyard when his cloaking device failed, and that's how I was able to see him. My backyard backs up to a cove that dumps into a massive free freshwater lake. Uh, uh, the home I was renting was within eighty miles of the Kennedy Space Station, and Bubba, help us with this: seventy miles from the PAFB. PAFB. I don't know what that is. Uh, you, you said space station. Pensacola Air space Force Center. Yeah, yeah. Pensacola Air Force. It says space? station here. I guess center. You're right. Uh, why he was in the backyard, I have no idea. But there must be something there that he that they need to survive. Uh, maybe specific plants or animals. I don't know. I do believe the lake has significance. That's why he was here. The capabilities, at least this species, is amazing. Before I go into detail and spend a lot of time telling you what I've seen, what I know. Let me know if you are interested. Well, heck yeah, mm-hmm. Bubba. Let I us say sign him up. You say uh, uh, you. We got to take a look at that. Uh, I'm not going to go into everything. The person says that they do work uh, or formerly worked in our military as an intelligence analyst. What? Uh huh. Um, says I don't were want. You, were you supposed to read this email? By <laughs> yeah, the way, yeah. Whether the last no, line, no, no. whatever you do, do not read no, no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. No. Or I will. Whatever. She <laughs> says, "Be careful." She said, "Because um, uh, I don't think they're here to hurt us. <laughs> they're not mystical, magical creatures. But I would imagine, even a thousand years ago, they would have been misconstrued as gods because of their technological capabilities, and people would have been scared and amazed if they encountered or saw these beings or UFOs back then. Uh, as I have been over the years, I know they are not gods; just very advanced technologically." It's amazing, and their vehicles are very fast. Let me know. Let me know if you're interested in interviewing me. This carries me back to the original Stargate movie. Yes. So there's you. You all have that email, and it does have Dang. the it does have the tic tac. It has it does have the tic tac attached. She thinks, oh, it does. Yeah, we yeah. were showing that on. She YouTube. she thinks that she they did she wasn't special or anything. She just thinks she lived near the areas they were surveying. They uh-huh. needed they needed something around the lake, and she happened to walk out, and the cloaking device failed, and she was able to see them. 
He might have been going to drink out of a hose pipe, like the trash man. Well, Greg, could have been. Could have been. Wouldn't that be funny with all this technology and they bend over and get him a, a hit of water out of the yeah. out of the yeah. Yeah. It was a little thirsty. It was hot. Yeah. Walking Come over. light years just to drink out of a hose pipe. How, how, about her, how, about her, how about her saying every now and then she was out there and he'll just be back saying, hey, let you know I'm still around. Still around. He's, a, he's like a creeper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Alien <laughs> creeper. <laughs> So uh, maybe he's got a little crush. On hey, look, this this may have Rick and Bubba University the podcast written all over. Yeah, security. Speaking of creeper, speaking of creeper, I might become a father today. So y'all keep me and my wife in your prayers. Okay? Done, hey, buddy. Done, all right, buddy. let us. Done. Hey, update us as as is appropriate. Okay, and we we've do. big day. We've all been praying over this already today, luck, and we'll buddy. continue to do so. Love you, Adler. See you, buddy. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.